Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Jubilee. My name is Ada and I will be sharing lessons from the scripture. I believe that you will be blessed as you listen. Thank you so much for being here. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Jubilee. My name is Ada and today we're going to be looking at Psalms chapter 101 from verse 1 to 8. That's Psalms chapter 101 from verse 1 to 8. They're just eight chapters, eight verses in this chapter. Um, But before we start, I would just like to say a short prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for for today. I thank you for this time of reading the Bible. I ask, oh God, that you teach us from your word. Help us, Lord, to understand your word and let our hearts be receptive to your truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, So I'm just going to go ahead and read the scripture. I feel like, to me, this chapter is (laughs) one that really, um, you know, it's so searching. I don't know if that's the right word to use, but yeah, that's really um, how I feel reading this chapter. It's one that gets you to look within and reevaluate, you know, your life, reevaluate your um, relationships, reevaluate your words, the way you live, the people around you, your circle. Um, okay, so I think I'm beginning to talk a lot about the verse or the chapter before even reading it. So let's go ahead and read Psalm 101. <clears throat> verse 1 says, I will sing of your love and justice, Lord. I will praise you with songs. I'll be careful to live a blameless life. When will you come to help me? I will lead a life of integrity in my own home. I will refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar. I hate all who deal crookedly. I will have nothing to do with them. I will reject perverse ideas and stay away from every evil. I will not tolerate people who who slander their neighbors. I will not endure conceit and pride. I will search for faithful people to be my companions. Only those who are above reproach will be allowed to serve me. I will not allow deceivers to serve in my house and liars will not stay in my presence. My daily task will be to ferret out the wicked and free the city of the Lord from their grip. Praise God. So David starts off saying, I will sing praises. I'm going to praise your name. I'm going to sing songs to you, O God, and songs of worship and all of that. And then he goes on to speak about the decisions he's going to make in order to live a life that is blameless, in order to live a life that is holy and that glorifies God. Um Verse 2, the second part of verse 2 says, I will lead a life of integrity in my own home. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, there could be people who, on the outside, on like to their colleagues or to people outside or to the public, they're people of integrity, they're, you know, upright. They have right standing to people outside. But then in their homes, they're something different, you know. Um, But we see in this verse that um, 
David is not just is not speaking of appearing or living a life of integrity outside. He's coming into the home. You know, he's coming into the home, right? Um, so, so we see here that um, he's looking at. It, to me, I, I feel that this addresses the issue of hypocrisy. You know, and Jesus also spoke about that when he was talking to the to the Pharisees, and he described them as whitewashed tombs. Um, <laughs> So that's like, you know, there's a, a tomb, a, a grave that is painted all white. And on the outside, it looks so white, clean, pure. <laughs> you know, there's no stain. It's just white. You know, it looks perfect. Um, but on the inside, there's a body that's rotten. There is my God. There's all that you know, filthiness. Um, so I feel this verse is also addressing that, you know, being a person of integrity, not just outside, not just appearing to be a person of integrity to people outside, but also being a person of integrity in my own home, in my own home. So the life I live on the outside should match the life I lead in my home. And honestly, reading this chapter, it it really spoke to me like, you know, it's it got me to to reevaluate um to reevaluate my life and to to see I feel that this is a chapter for revolution actually. You know, you read it, you sit on it, you think on it, and you ask yourself questions. Um, are there areas in my life that I need to align with God's will? You know, um, so yeah, <laughs> I think I've, I've stayed so long on this one verse. <laughs> That's how much, you know, you could you could just sit on God's word and just, you know, keep meditating on it and thinking about it. Um, so yeah, here he's talking about living a leading life of integrity in my own home. So private life should the way we relate with um, families, the way we relate with people closest to us should be in a way that shows all the that it shows a life of integrity. And then he moves on to say in verse three, I will refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar. I hate all who deal crookedly. I'll have nothing to do with them. Um, I will reject perverse ideas and stay away from everything evil. I will not tolerate people who slander their neighbors. I will not endure conceit and pride. So we see that this verse is from verse 3 to 5 is basically um, speaking on relationships, the kind of relationships we have, the kind of relationships we keep. Um, here we see... Um, you know, David making this um, decision to refuse to do certain certain things. Um, he's not going to have anything to do with people who deal crookedly. Um, he's not going to tolerate people who slander their neighbors. Now, this particular verse actually really spoke to me because um, I remember a time where um, someone had actually come, like, spoken to me 
in a way that was slanderous towards about another person. And um, I noticed that from tolerating that and listening to it, it got to the point where I found myself speaking that way about the person, you know, speaking that way like about the person that that other person had been slanderous about, you know. So sometimes we we tend to think that, oh, we're immune to certain things, but the truth is science and even biology has come to prove that the more you expose yourself, your brain cells to certain things that, you know, it creates this, you know, neural pathways, you know, that makes it in such a way that you start to do that thing even even unconsciously or on autopilot. You know, that's how habits are actually built. You do something today, you keep doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it, like and then your brain starts to develop this really strong neural pathways and before you know it, um you you it's like something that you can do unconsciously. So I believe it's the same thing also with um exposing yourself to things like this you know if you continue to entertain um slanderous talk if you continue to entertain it if you continue to entertain um crooked ways it gets to the point where at first it's like "Mm, i don't think this is right this isn't quite right and then it graduates the more you expose yourself to it, it graduates to the point where you're like just indifferent about it you know you're just indifferent about it and then you keep exposing yourself to it and eventually it gets to the point where it's like "Mm, it's not that bad (laughs) right um so yeah so that's that's really what um this passage this verses are talking about right the the need for us to to have those boundaries the need for us to evaluate the friends the relationships um the people that we have around us and that we let to have an influence in our lives right because like the bible says evil communication corrupts good manners um so um yeah so that's that's really um what's David is saying here, he's not even going to tolerate slander, um, you know. So this is, these are really strong choices and strong steps that um, David is taking or speaking of in order to live a blameless life. Uh, so now in verse 6, we see that he says, so verse 3 to 5 is kind of like, these are the things that I'm not going to do. These are the things that I'm going to keep away from me. And now verse, verse 6 is kind of like, okay, these are the things that I will keep close to me. So he says, I will search for faithful people to be my companions. Only those who are both reproach will be allowed to serve me. Um, from, I, I, I just, this is, you know, like the scripture says, iron sharpens iron. The more you have um, faithful people around you, people who have the same values, the same um, beliefs with you, you know, it tends, you guys tend to um, sharpen each other, make each other better, right? Um, So here he's speaking of what kind of 
companions he should have, he should keep, we should keep. Faithful people are those that he will search out to be his companions. And then he goes on to say, I will not allow deceivers to serve in my house. So this is basically just talking about the kind of people that you have in your circle, your close circle. Um, you know, it's important for us to um, evaluate that. Who are the people in your close circle? Who are the people that are closest to you, around you at this point, you know? Um, so yeah, for me, this chapter is just one <laughs> that we, it's just one that I, I would probably just sit on and use to, you know, reevaluate my life, you know, and, and try to understand and see where I am and see, um, what kind of company or relationships or friendships I have, what kind of things I say, what kind of things I do, what kind of things I entertain and tolerate, um, and all of that, and how um, I can lead a life of integrity, both, both in public and in private, in my home. Um, yeah, so I hope you've learned something from this, and I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. God bless you.